Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Today I'm talking with Brandy Heidi Montague. Welcome, Brandy. Thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Uh, I always think it's funny because a lot of times we feel like, the guest and I, we feel like we're downshifting because, oh, 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 we're starting. We have to get serious. <laughs> because often we have very animated conversations before we start, as we have had twice now. <laughs> so there are many things that you and I could talk about. We could talk about your show. We could talk about your mission. We could talk about animals. We could talk about the There's lots of great stuff to talk about. And I think today we're going to try and turn completely left and geek out about podcasting, I'm going to say hardware, equipment, microphones, Macs, and people might go, wait, what? <laughs> but anybody who's a podcaster or who's been thinking about podcasting invariably runs up against the challenge of, yeah, do I need headphones? What microphone do I use? Like all this stuff that most of us would have never worried about. Like, I mean, I had headphones. Yeah, whatever. They, they go on my head so I can listen. But now all of a sudden, these things that would just be technology that don't matter, now they're like the stuff that we're standing on or that we're talking through. And we begin to wonder, am I doing it right? What What, what is right? Uh, so I'm sort of setting you up with a softball because you knew what you were going to talk about. But I'm I'm just thinking, what are some of the things that run through your mind when things go wrong. So like a situation where, oh, what is that I hear? You know, when you have a guest, you're like, is that on my end? Is that on there? Like, what are the kinds of things that run through your mind when you're trying to podcast and like the stuff is starting to get in the way of the actual podcasting, I guess is the way to put it. Mm. In the way of the conversation, you know? Yes. Yes. See, um, much better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, gosh, I have to say, I don't feel like a ton gets in my way in the conversation. So interestingly enough, uh, most of the people I interview are either working actively with animals. So you hear animals in the background or they are outside. So you hear kind of nature happening um, or they're working from home and inevitably the Amazon guy shows up at the door and the dogs <laughs> go nuts, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's funny that the first thing that comes top of mind for me when you ask that question is just the fact that from day one, I have been making, I remember even my first guest talking about just making them comfortable with the fact that it's okay if crazy stuff having happens in the mm. background. You know, my very first guest, we were talking and her kids came home from baseball practice and came running <laughs> through the house and like straight up to her and telling her all about what happened. And we were on live, you know, video. And so it's, um, I think something that I've kind of just accepted with my show is that things are going to happen and we all kind of deal with that in our lives. And so mm -hmm. as listeners, you know, we, um, we kind of go with it. Now I will say if something crazy happens that kind of really derails us for, you know, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, seven minutes, then I will <laughs> definitely <laughs> get rid of that. And then we'll, we'll kind of talk again and, and start back over with the question, which is always painful on the editing part because the first version of the question is always much more authentic and better than, right. you know, my repeat, but the do over. Yeah. Do you find that I'm, I'm torn between setting a question up for people. Let's let's just keep talking to the podcasters out there. <clears throat> Do you find, uh, I, I'm going to say you're very 
that that makes to me makes it clear that you're very good at guiding the guest through the experience of being podcast. That's not a thing. You're very good at guiding them through that experience. And I'm I'm thinking that a lot of podcasters are nervous about that. Like when I first show up, like Craig, literally, when I first show up for these, I'm like, I don't know, like I I actually, oh, what's that error code? I mean, I don't what's going on here. And like you kind of have to like poker face it. No, oh, I know what I'm doing. I totally know. And I, I'm thinking, do you recall um are there things that that still f- like I don't want to say freak you out, but things that still like knock you off the off balance a little bit. And is it around the gear or is it around when you can see a guest get flustered or are there things that still knock you off balance? For sure. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie. I still get nervous going into every single podcast interview, whether I'm the host or the interviewee, the guest. I totally agree with you. I never raise my arms so you cannot see me sweat. (laughs) Just to be completely I, candid, you know, because I talk host. often. I agree. <laughs> I talk often with my guests about the sweating, mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe that's something we Natural all as podcasters response. have yes. because it, it is nerve wracking. Um, I will say uh, the technology usually gets me less than just my nerves of carrying the conversation and making sure that. The questions mm. that I'm asking are getting us to interesting information for my listeners. So I would say that's where the bundle of my nerves sit in doing an interview, um, as well as being a guest and answering questions in a way that keeps people engaged and interested. Um you know, something else interesting, I will say on the technology front, and it is when things go slow, right? Or things get blurry. <laughs> Or things hang up. And then, you know, um, I don't know if everyone will be able to relate to this or not, or if you can too, Craig, but there have been so many times that I have to continue talking as if there's nothing held up (laughs) (laughs) on the screen. And you kind of four pixels representing my guest. Uh Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You try to just keep going, even though you can't make eye contact or see each other because one of the two of you is frozen. Uh, You know, that's. That definitely is a little nerve wracking for sure. Yeah, there's so you really touched on a whole bunch of great things there. I, I like that you brought up, um, and I'm I'm vehemently nodding along. People can't see because no video. The point about you said your bundle of nerves is centered around. Uh, for me, I'm I'm just gonna say for me, it's centered around the performance anxiety of knowing that people are listening, like they're going to be listening later, unless maybe we just delete this whole thing. People are going to be listening later and it their gift of their time, even if they're listening sped up, that's a big deal because that's the one non-renewable resource is time. So I think I do better when I don't think about it. When I start to think about I'm consuming people's time multiplied by like, there's at least two people listening, right? So every second, I just wasted two seconds of the total human available time. And and that to me is a, a chasm. Like I'm always right next to it. And I just don't look, don't look in there. Just like look at the levels on the recorder or pay attention to the person or try to maybe hew to a line or suddenly realize it's seven minutes that I haven't taken any notes. These things pop up. Um, so I, I like that you, I appreciate that you acknowledge that and, and thank you for sharing that because I think everybody, I have never heard a podcaster, maybe just I haven't 
talked to the super famous yet, but I've never heard a podcaster who wasn't aware of that. And maybe that's the magic sauce is just being aware that, you know, uh, <laughs> laughing is with great power comes great mental illness, but also responsibility. <laughs> um, so I think that, yeah, that, that we know, you know, you, I know, you know, other podcasters, we know that only we see how hard we work, but we know that we have a responsibility to try to do something, try to accomplish something. So mm. um, thank you for, I don't know, leaping on that sword. I'll leap with you. <clears throat> What's, uh, how about, how about sometimes I like to flip things over. What are, um, still like kind of thinking around technology, but also thinking around like getting good conversation. What are things that guests that, that you see guests doing like, Oh, all guests do this, that they shouldn't be doing like, and I don't mean like get closer to your mic. I mean, like they show up with imposter syndrome or they show up and they don't feel like they have something to talk about or like that. I mean, that kind of, what do they all do that we wish they would just know oh, you, you, you need to relax beyond that or outgrow it. You're better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, along those lines of of what you're saying, I do think most of my guests are pretty nervous. And I'm always thinking, gosh, you have nothing to be nervous about um, because your story really needs to make its way out into the world. And, you know, when um, I have my guests on and I think all of us, all of our guests, because this is true about every single human being on this planet, there's a story within everybody that I feel like the world needs to hear. And I honestly, I do try to anchor back into trusting that I would not be sitting in a conversation at this moment with this person if what is going to come up in the third mind between us is not meant to be something that goes out into the world and reaches other people. And so I think if I keep anchoring back to that grounded place, and I do it a million times in every single interview, it's like, remember, meant to be here. Remember, meant to be here. (laughs) Meant to be here. Um, Because it truly, um, it is, it's such a gift to have that little bit of time together to share and to talk and put that out into the world and let it ripple, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I dislike having to always talk after guests say really nice things. <laughs> N- not about me. I was like, that was really nice. And now I have to wreck it by talking. You know, it's <laughs> a good, uh, and, and honestly, you know, you were asking kind of at the beginning, what makes me nervous? It's, it's those moments, right? It's the moments where you are deep in the conversation, but you also know you're trying to keep it moving and you want to make sure you're asking the right questions. And sometimes that becomes so much pressure on my shoulders in the middle of the conversation and in that moment to try to execute all of that stuff. And, um, and yeah, I mean, that that's where I feel the nerves when I sit down at my microphone. That's where I feel the nerves throughout the conversation. And then I do just keep trying to remind myself that whatever I say is what's meant to come out and it's what's meant to say and, and, and move the conversation along, right? So mm. I try to trust that. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite saying is, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Exactly. You want that list in alphabetical order or monetary damages order, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what's interesting about that too, right? Is that I'm thinking I was my mind was just cataloging logging 
all of the crazy things that have gone wrong. <laughs> and yet here I am. I've survived them. It's been okay. I've figured it out. Sometimes mm-hmm. things are more complex than others, but you know, I've gotten through them and here I am and I'm still going, I'm still podcasting. Like I'll live through, no matter what goes wrong, I'm going to live through it and we'll figure it out and it'll be fine. Multiple ideas popped into my head. One of them is more and more, uh, because I also volunteer in spaces that teach people how to podcast. So thousands of podcasters, more and more people ask me and in random, like, you know, in day-to-day life, Hey, should I start a podcast? And I go, no, you should not. And they look at me like, what? And then I say, because if my saying no is enough to dissuade you from, you know, that whole thing about like, if, if you are so, I want to say rapidly passionate about sharing people's stories and creating a platform, I mean, you can also be coming at it from the wrong point of view, but nobody would listen. If you're coming at it from that open-hearted space, you're going to just climb over every hurdle. Like I might die. Hold on. Let me get another one. Like you're you're just going to move right through all those things. And that's. Somehow I wish that I could share that, like I I need to give it to the guest, you know, like as a sugar cube, like here, have this so that they can understand that that's what I'm willing to do so that they don't have to do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Just sit there. I'm going to do all the work. Yeah. Yeah. And to, um, and, and yeah, to just kind of like help foster that trust that this is going to work out awesome, no matter how it goes, Mm. you know, and, and it will speak to somebody. Cause I also think I have to remind myself too, that, you know, even if the episode I'm doing reaches one person, and it makes a change in the day for that one person, it was worth doing it. And they're reaching yeah. more than that, you know? Because how and would you ever found that person to find, exactly. uh, how would you ever have found that person to have a conversation with them? They're in Idaho. I don't, I don't know why my jokes are always about Idaho. No insult to Idaho. <laughs> but that one person, I would have never bumped into them. Like I would have never had that conversation. So if I have it and that one person listens, I'll point out my mom doesn't even listen to any of my work. <laughs> I, I I don't think mine does. I think she tried one time. But I don't yeah, think she's she like, makes why would I want to listen to more of you? Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. But that a, a lot of the things that we're touching on here are like a constellation around coming from the right point of view or coming from the right place, like a, with an open heart or having an idea in mind about um, a left turn with no turn signal. A lot of guests, I mean, not like 90%, but one out of 10 ask me, why do you want to talk to me? Or, or they want to know what I want to talk to them about. And I don't say this then, but internally I call that the imposter syndrome and it never, there's like no way to get around it. If I tell them what I want to talk to them about, or if I tell them that I don't have any idea what I want to know, no matter what I say, it doesn't solve the actual problem, which is that they don't feel like they deserve to be heard maybe, or they don't feel like they have something to share. Mm. Um, and I'm wondering if you have any, um, do you, I mean, you're probably just going to nod along and say, yeah, I get that all the time too. Cause that's a very common thing. I mean, there are the, the tall head of people who are super famous or who are doing a book tour. Like, yeah, they, they want to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think most people, just the average random person that you would encounter on the street mm-hmm. doesn't feel like they should be heard beyond the six feet, you know, immediately around them. And I'm, I'm just wondering if you have any, like any things that you say to them, you know, when we're doing outreach or in pre-calls or how, like, how do you coax people out of their shell? Maybe not Mm. a good metaphor. How do you, how do you reassure people that, no, I I really do want to talk to you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, I, I 
deeply research all of my guests. Um, I don't have that many guests. You know, I'm I'm back to going. Well, I'm not, I've been on a break, but when I start back up, I'll be going biweekly. So there's not that many slots. Um, and in my case, with the type of interviews that I'm doing, where people are doing something to help animals and help the environment. There are many, many people out there. And so what ends up happening is I am typically pursuing a guest specifically because I've been connected with them somehow or I um, I have just fallen in love with the work they're doing and I'm really passionate about it. And so what happens when I do my outreach, and I don't know if this would be helpful for other podcasters out there, I actually do research quite a bit. And so when I do outreach to them, I am specifically talking about things that they are doing that Mm. I specifically want to share with the rest of the world. So perhaps that helps in getting the interviews. I think also, like I said, there's like a connection there. So I, I will say one thing that I have learned through podcasting is I try to trust my gut when I meet somebody that I think, oh, that person would be a good guest. I force myself to research and email them within the next day or message them Mm. or whatever and say, Hey, I heard you yesterday speaking at this, blah, 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 blah. I looked up this. I think you would be amazing on the show. Um, so I do really try to specifically talk to like what exactly I want to talk to them about on the show. Um, one other thing that I have noticed helps me is I have a one pager that is a Google Doc that just says, like, this is the podcast. Um, this is These are my top three goals with this podcast. And this is a little bit of the format of how it works. And then, you know, the link to go listen to other stuff. And I've noticed that that totally lobs the ball into their court and they can go look. And the people that have said no to me will typically say, you know, I don't have time right now or whatever. And then I move on. But um, I feel like most of the time, when they come on the show, they know they know what they're going to be talking about. Um, I do send an outline ahead of time, um, so that probably Way more helps. Organized. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying to think of things that. Um, well, and I mean, there's a million different ways to run your show, right? And I right. don't know that mine is the right way because I do end up putting a lot of time into it, um, but. In terms of just like once I sit down with the guest, um, I do think they have nerves, but I do usually um, think they are pretty clear on like what we're going to cover and what we're going to talk about. Um, I do also in my emails ahead of time when I give that outline, I do give people the tell me if there's anything that you're not okay talking about. Yeah. Where don't you want to (laughs) go? Yeah, exactly. Especially because most of my shows, I shoot them live. Mm. So by the time we're on camera, (laughs) there's a whole whole nother complexity. (laughs) Yeah. It's that's freaky. It is. It is. So what are your thoughts? (laughs) Like, cause (laughs) I, I mean, I do a lot of work in terms of outreach. So I think without exaggeration at the moment, I probably have it's got to be a hundred different people that I'm in communication with mm-hmm. that I've messaged sometime within the last three weeks and I'm on every platform, you know, like sending them, Oh, who are the people on Instagram? Who are the people on Facebook? And like, but they're very lightweight conversations. It's like, Hey, would you be interested in joining me for a short conversation? They say, well, maybe. And then like, it might take all weeks, months, um, in some cases, years before things come together. I actually had 
somebody I was asking and she's like, well, um, I'm going to be really busy in you know the next month. And I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, cause I'm due. And I'm like, oh, well, how about if I check back in about a year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's like, yes, please check back in four months. And, and like, you know, because yes. if you're, if you demonstrate to people that you're willing, I don't want to say play the long game. If you're, if you're not in a hurry, if you're willing to like, well, I really do want to talk to you. Um, so when works for you? Well, I'm, I have to move to, you know, another country. It's like, okay, well, I'll check back with you in six weeks. And then like, well, uh, how about next? And, but then it comes together and you're like, this was totally worth like all the work and the waiting. And, and I think you're, you make a really good point also about, um, there's probably a clever turn of phrase for demonstrating that you've paid by, by actually thinking about them. Like I, I, when you send one of those emails to somebody, they open it and they're like, oh, this is clearly Brandy has spent multiple hours thinking about me. So there, there's no way to fake that. You absolutely can't fake having spent time on them when you send that kind of communication. So I, I think that um, I don't spend as much. <laughs> My question now is going to be, what do you think about it now that you've been on a show where the guest or the host doesn't spend his other time <laughs> preparing for the guest? Um, but I think those those two, so there's like, there could be a different balance for different podcast hosts. Um, so yeah. yeah, what are your what are your any final For thoughts sure. about now you've been on a show where I I do do some research but I don't show up with a preformed plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um you know, and I will say too um just in case this is confusing for people, I won't actually like plan plan until we've set a date and it's going right. to happen like the week ahead. But um I you know, I think for me I almost feel like this comes back to a topic we touched on a couple of times, which is trust, that everything is what it's meant to be. And I think there's millions of podcasters out there and every Mm -hmm. single one of us is unique and individual in what is going to make sense for us and what's going to work. And I also think that's evolving. Like when I, two years ago when I started this, I was a very different podcaster and processor than I am now. Um, So I think that I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do it, honestly. I think exactly the way that you've done this, this is perfect. Like here you and I are, we're having this honest conversation. I love it. I hope that it it reaches people. And, you know, we didn't have to do a ton of prep work. And I think that's great. And then, you know, I have interviews that have been amazing and I've done a ton of prep work and those are great too. So I think for me, it just keeps coming back to trusting that, it's what it's meant to be. Every conversation is what it's meant to be. Yeah. Terrific. <laughs> I, terrific. Yeah. And we're over time. <laughs> as much as I'd love to keep going, this show is supposed to be about 20 minutes long. So uh, I would just say, Brandy, that was a pleasure to actually record one of these really cool conversations that we've had. doesn't have to be our only conversation. Um, I wish you the best of luck on the resumption of your next season of your show. I'm sure you'll be doing great things. So thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye.